0: Welcome to another episode of the
1: Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mob? Look at that. Hey, everybody, the whole crew hydrating before we start. It's a beautiful thing. It it's back to me, people. You had Goni last week. Uh, you're in luck. You're back to my... Beautiful voice. Gentlemen, how are you? Ooh.
2: Good. Well, I guess I'll have to settle for this this show you're hosting, man.
1: Bad guy. Welcome back. Bad Welcome guy. Welcome back. NBA, Goni- NBA trade deadline coming up. Uh, some blockbusters today.
0: Hey, Wayne, I have to cut you off. Goni and I have already talked about this. This is no place for that. This is a fantasy podcast. We're not going to talk basketball. Just forget about it. Just move
2: on. I think I think he's talking about something that is way different from what you were suggesting. Just move on, Wayne. It's not important. It's not relevant to go, the show. Go ahead, Wayne. We can go talk on, about
0: on. it after the show. Go ahead, Wayne. He doesn't want to hear it. Doesn't interesting. I uh,
1: I see. We're starting this podcast off with a lot of hostility. Just a, I, you all came in here just full magazines, locked and loaded, ready to shoot, huh? Right when I whoa. hit record. Started blasting. We, you good going, dude? Are you cranky? Your blood sugar okay?
0: Going right or wrong. I said we should talk about LeBron James scoring record on the podcast, and you said
2: You wanted to talk about the LeBron James versus Michael Jordan debate. Whoa. For whoa. for and I quote, whoa. a minute and a half. Whoa, that ain't going on for a minute and a half. That's exactly what I said.
1: No, nah, it can go on, it can go on for three seconds. LeBron James is a goat, boom, done. Ah, okay.
0: Wayne, we're not gonna talk about it, it's irrelevant. All
1: right, you're right, so. there's nothing to talk about. It's we just irrelevant. talked about it, so yep, we just talked about it, nothing else to talk about. If you don't believe it, you're a hater. That's it, anyways, gentlemen, we're going back. Uh, we took over the quarterback consensus rankings uh because we're a podcast for the people you know we're okay saying when we're wrong but we're also going to toot our horn when we're right so that's what that was all about we went back uh last week and and compared uh actual finishes um to what we predicted them to be before the season we are going to do that with the running backs this week uh we did running backs 1 and 2 uh in the preseason rankings um, so we're going to break this up into two different shows. We're going to go rankings 1 through 12, uh, where we rank them each individually and where uh, where their ADP was and where they actually finished. Again, we'll be doing the little game where uh, whoever overall had the closest guess to their rank will win. Did I do a good job of describing that?
2: Nailed it. Sure. Lowest score wins, mad mad mob is what he's saying. Lowest score wins.
1: Lowest score wins out of everybody. Yeah, we're going that'll segue perfectly so I can I can explain better when we when we just when I just jump into this first guy. Our number 1 overall, we each had him as the number 1 was Jonathan Taylor. He finished Everyone as the RB 33. Mm. So, we all are just no blood on this one, right? So, if, if I had had him at two, then I'm up a point on both of these guys. But right now, we all had him as the number one. He finished as a 33. So, we're no blood. Let's jump into this.
2: Oh, I, I thought we were doing, like, the golf scoring. Are we gaining a
1: point for each player who? Who we were closest to. I, I think it'll. I think it'll all end up the same. No. Begley's Maybe. a scorekeeper. Do how are you keeping score, bags?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to
0: take. I'm going to take our individual rankings and how far we were off their actual finish, to the to the good or to the bad. I'm taking that number and adding it to a running total.
1: Okay, so we all so have 33 right now.
0: Yes. 32. 32. 32.
1: 32. So 33 the, minus. So one. the person with the lowest score it did the best?
0: Yes, sir. Yes. We all were right. in the 80s with the quarterbacks, just for reference.
1: And that's all 12 quarterbacks, people?
2: 14. 14.
1: 14. Okay, even better.
2: All right. Makes yeah. us look yeah. Makes us look averages out better for us. Absolutely.
1: Was 84 the last place person? Me?
2: Mm, yes.
1: Okay, so. Eighty four was the worst case scenario. In this case, it was me.
0: Uh, yeah, we were we were on average about six points off.
1: That's not too yeah, bad considering the uh, uh, the league was ravaged with injuries at the quarterback position.
2: That's also that's also because there's guys in there exactly like Wayne just said. Yeah. Tons of injuries, um, which threw you know some of the guys finish from where we ranked them in the consensus early on in the year, kind of. Uh, tug that number down. So,
1: yeah, Lamar Jackson outside the, the top way. twelve, outside of QB one. That that would never happen. Tua was doing good enough boy. to finish as an as a QB one, and he finished as a as the fourteen. Stafford, like, just yeah, just Stafford.
2: Although your boy had had Lamar Jackson at eleven. I called for the injury. It happened. That's what won me that one. That particular one. QB champ. Anyways. Jonathan Taylor. Let's talk about wow.
1: it. Wow. Just couldn't help it, dude. He's already wow, tooted his dude. horn last episode, and he had to toot it in the running backs.
2: <laughs> just drop the running Running we Are you good, dude?
1: That's are you done? I mean, do you, oh, do you want great, to take man. a second, Victory like FaceTime?
2: Absolutely. Uh, Mad Mob. All right. Game over. All right. You had your two seconds. All right. Moving on to Jonathan Taylor. Thank you.
1: All right. Jonathan Taylor. Consensus consensus won. His ADP was also one. The world thought he was going to be one. He was the RB one in his first two seasons. RB six last year? That doesn't sound right. Oh, RB six and then the RB one. I got you. Okay. RB six is his first year, RB one in the second year. Uh he missed six games this year. Uh finished with eight hundred and sixty one yards, four tutties how do you all feel about this he did he had surgery two weeks ago he had kind of a nagging ankle injury the Colts really not uh, they never got up and running uh, he had the lowest yards per carry of his mm-hmm. career where do you all see him in the future because I, I think we all stand by where we had him at the beginning of the year because the world stands by it so I guess after you've seen what's going on with the Colts you've seen the injury affecting him where do you think he'll be next year I mean, he was.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be there. He's going to be in the top 12. I mean, he still had a good stretch of games, you know, in the middle of the year. Like you said, he had the nagging ankle injury that he was dealing with poor quarterback play. But they they kind of went back to him, man. And I'm kind of looking at his, you know, game logs right now. And it looks like every time he was. He got 20 carries or more. He was really good for you, aside from once. So, I mean, you know, all things considered, I think whether they have a quarterback or not next year, as long as they keep feeding the man, they, I think he's going to be good.
1: Coaching limbo as well.
2: Yeah, but it's, it's the formula have, I feel like stands true.
0: They don't have enough receiving weapons. I mean, no matter who the coach is, I think the game plan's clear. Hand the ball off.
1: I think they have receiving weapons. They don't have anybody to throw it to the receiving weapons.
0: You've got Pittman outside of that. Pittman, I mean, we all see. agreed
1: that Alec Pierce is on the up and up.
0: Sure. I mean, he's okay. He's a good wide receiver,
2: too, in real life. Yes. I, I mean, the Cowboys, then, I would argue, don't really have receiving options. Right. Well, Dalton Schultz is better than Alec Pierce.
1: I sent you a trade, by the way, in, uh, in Lexus League.
0: I saw it, I saw it, and I thought and I thought about it. Still thinking.
1: Fair enough. Goni, you want to hear the trade?
2: Throw it at me, man. What you got?
1: I offered him CD Lamb and a first for Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. Okay. Okay. Hey, pretty
0: pretty solid. Solid. I didn't feel disrespected. Yeah. Nah, that's that's pretty solid.
1: You said you feel disrespected?
0: I said I didn't.
1: Oh, I was like, what? Okay, moving on. I won't. I won't. Well, we already digressed a little bit, but we're back. Number two, run CMC. Gon and I had him at two. Beggs faded him at five. I'm assuming, thought he was going to be injured, but guess what? My man didn't miss a game this year. Never, not a single one, never has this man ever ranked outside of the top 10 when he played every game. It's been six years. He's had an RB1 and two seasons as the RB2. This year, he finished with over 1,100 yards, eight tutties, 85 receptions, 741 yards, and five tutties. Eight weeks, he was a top six running back, three RB2s, and an RB1 finish. This man went through, he had he was on one of the crappiest teams, but was still, still giving you great fantasy value. And then he got traded to a team that was full of offensive weapons. And I know I kind of thought that his fantasy value was dropping because there's so much offense on that team, but it didn't, it just got better. And you rode him to an RB2 finish. Gentlemen, how do you feel about it? Begley you lost three points on this one. Uh, I, I'm I'm not going to give you hate because I'm just assuming that that you just thought he was going to get hurt.
0: I thought he was going to get hurt, and I think we knew before the season started Carolina was wasn't going to be a dumpster fire. So, you know, I think part of that was fading that offense as well. But yeah, I mean, it was injury based.
2: That's fair enough. The Carolina part, though, didn't matter, man. He he was there for six weeks, 15, 16, 13, 25, 23, 22. My man had two single-digit games all year, and one of them I give him a pass on because it was the week he got traded and literally had the playbook on the plane ride over to San Francisco, and he got 28% of snaps, put up eight points, but that man was phenomenal, and... I mean, I kind of expected them to, you know, run and rotate more running backs in there throughout the year and kind of limit his value. That was – I agree with Wayne. That was something I was definitely thinking of. I thought it would limit him, but he's great. He's under contract again for him next year, and I just don't see how he really, like, slows down. I think it's the perfect offense for him and the Shanahan offense. So – who cares? Do, you, do one of you guys want to play quarterback next year? It really doesn't matter who the quarterback is. He's going to be great, barring injury.
1: He he averaged over 20 points per game for you as well, which is insane. It's a league winner. League winner, absolutely. Number three, consensus number three, we got Austin Eckler. I had him at four. Goni had him at two. No, no, no. I had him at four. Bags had him at two. Goni had him at three. Let's go. Let's go. I got that right. He finished as the RB1. Finished as the RB2 last year. He was going as the RB4 in drafts this year. So we all, we were all closer than the ADP. I was right on the ADP. We were all closer. Uh, You two were closer in the ADP. Again, didn't miss any games. He's finished three of the last four years as the RB4 or higher, except the only year he didn't was 2020 when he missed a third of the season. Uh, the dude is is a beast on on the receiving end and the rushing end. He honestly could have done even better, but for some reason he just wasn't utilized for the first couple of weeks. It's like the Chargers are like, oh, yeah, we have this studded running back that we can use. For some reason, like Josh Kelly was vulturing at the beginning of the year. So it's crazy to think that this man could have actually been better for you. (laughs) Um, But that is the case. Uh, He's getting a little older. He lost his offensive coordinator. So what do you all think as far as, I mean, his dynasty value? Are you selling while you can? Where do you draft him in a redraft next year? What do you all think about it?
2: I personally, I mean, I love Austin Eckler. Uh, he's he's a guy I've kind of targeted for years. And Wayne, for our dynasty team that we have him on, how nervous were you? And I'm sure this is the football community. How nervous were you through like the first three weeks where he, he put up decent games, 11, 18, and 13, but his usage and his rushing, his goal line work just wasn't there. It, was, it almost made us want to jump ship, honestly.
1: And, he's terrified. That's the guy we need to perform.
2: Yeah, an absolute stud. Uh, you know, luckily after that, he absolutely exploded over the next month and the rest of the season, really. Um, I don't love that he lost Lombardi as his offensive coordinator. I think his receiving work goes down next year. I still think he's going to be efficient, but I'm kind of worried that they either bring in another running back. Uh, Kelly's kind of carved out a role for himself this year a little bit. Um, so yeah, I expect, I, I I hate to say it, but I don't think this is probably his peak. I would sell if you're in a dynasty while you still can. Um, but it's not out of the question for him to be like a top five or six running back next year. I think he's still got another very good year left in him.
0: I mean, the chargers have been trying to replace Eckler for a few years now. Drafted CJ Spiller, they drafted Larry Roundtree, Josh Kelly. CJ Spiller, to run, e. Spiller,
1: dang man, man, they they went down to the throwback. well for him, huh? How did he go back to college? Did he go back to college and then they drafted him out of college? pre declared Did he have one of them one of them twenty years of eligibility deals?
2: Man, Clemson took him back, I guess. <laughs> What's his name? Isaiah. <laughs> it's Isaiah Spiller, man. <laughs> yeah. It's probably his brother, or his cousin, or something. You know, you're close.
0: It definitely is, but but uh, you know, it, they've been trying to replace him. They they signed some wily vets off uh, off the waivers. I, I I think the writing's on the wall for Eckler. It's all downhill. I don't know if he's a top twelve guy
2: for me next year. Even I'll be honest. Put
1: with a you. doink on it. No. Put
2: a doink on it, please. No, that's outlandish. That's an outlandish claim.
1: What doink <laughs> did you turn down today? What doink did you tuck your tail and and run from today? Who? You, Goni.
2: Uh, Nothing good. You were talking about it at
1: work, dude. What was it? It was a solid doink. Uh, It was one of those doinks where you said something, and I tried to make you stand on it, and then your knees started shaking.
2: I really don't remember. You were trying to trade me Derrick Henry for whatever reason. I don't know. I honestly don't know, man. If you can't if you can't think of what it is, I obviously am not I don't know what it is. But it wasn't anything good, obviously. Nothing fair.
1: It was definitely fair. You said you think Derek Henry's like a you th- you said he, he he's like an 18-19 running back next year. I said he's an RB one next year. Put You're on. wild. Get out of
0: here
2: with that. RB nineteen, I'll dunk that. That's
1: what he nah. said. I, so I threw come it on. At him. Man.
2: You know you know Wayne's memory, it's terrible. Segway, I would never say
1: that a memory of an elephant. Segue to Derrick Henry. I had him at six, Beggs had him at three, Goni had him at five, he finished as R B four. Let's go. A D P. Take that. ADP had him as the R B seven. So we were all closer than what the ADP was at. Keep in mind so far, so far, we're leading you all to the promised land with these running backs. We have been pretty much, for everything, better than the ADP, for the most part. It's early. We're
2: on number four, man. No victory laps yet.
1: Wow, man. Sorry. Anyways... After you just killed all the vibes, killed me gassing us up. See, Goni only likes it when he can toot his own horn. When I bring us into the fold of of horn tooting, he doesn't like it. It's weird, man. Why does he like that?
2: We're on the we're on the fourth running back, man. Come to, calm down.
1: See, bad guy.
2: I don't get yeah. it, man.
1: There's poison in the well.
0: It was because you opened up and you talked about another sport on this show. He doesn't like it, man.
1: Oh, he's still really. Is it the? Was it the intro? You can't get over it. Absolutely got me on it. I hate it when he tries to act like a victim. (laughs) He's yelling like that. He's over biting his lip, biting his lip, punching the air. Derrick Henry, ADP as the RB seven. He finished as the RB four. He had over fifteen hundred yards and thirteen tutties. Actually, had a career high in receptions and receiving yards this year. He kind of seemed to hit or miss, but he had nine games with over 100 rushing yards. Six finishes inside the top six, but seven outside the top 12. So he felt kind of boom or bust on you. Uh, didn't start off too good. He was, he was kind of scary at the beginning. I think he had two, uh, his first two games, he finished with less than 10 points. But then he went nuts. That being said, his efficiency... And his fantasy value has declined over the past two years. He's obviously on a downward trend. Where do you all see him going next year? I mean, RB4? Is that downward? It's pretty It was soft. for him. It's a downward trajectory for him personally. What was he last year? When he the RB2? Wait, no. Last year he
2: was hurt. RB4? He was,
1: he was oh, the yeah, rb he had. He has metal plates all in his foot.
2: Yeah, he was the RB twenty one last year. He was the RB three the year before that, uh, and that is that includes his two thousand yard season, obviously, and seventeen touchdowns. I mean, begs he's going to be twenty nine or thirty next year. Are you and are you heavily,
1: thinking? heavily utilized. He not only is he going to be twenty nine, or yeah, he just turned twenty nine. But my man has been getting so many touches. That he's, he's already got the body of Frank Gore.
2: He had 349
0: this year. Let me tell you um, something. I've looked at Frank Gore and I've looked at Derrick Henry. He does not have a Frank Gore body. That man is a monster. Absolute fridge out there.
2: Yeah, but so was Calvin Johnson for his position. And, I mean, look, the body breaks down, man. It doesn't matter what it, you know. Bro, he, he retired because the Lions are a horrible franchise. He retired because he had nerve damage.
1: You know who else has stout bodies? Defensive linemen and linebackers.
0: Yeah, um so and that's that's what Derrick Henry has a body of as a running back.
2: He doesn't take a lot of hits, man. He gives them out. You got to hit that man pretty hard to bring him down. I think he takes tons of hits. Um he he retired after a loss of passion for the game
0: due to the Lions' lack of overall success during his tenure.
1: Per Calvin Johnson, <laughs> good, his good nerve cover, endings man. were fine. Good,
0: terrible good analogy. Going. It, it
1: was good his cover. nerves I, like I, the Lions I, were I getting on his nerves.
2: <laughs> terrible analogy. <laughs> Anyways, um, he's still going to be like top eight next year, I think. He's going to have volume. He's going to have all the volume. Uh the Titans are talking about cutting Ryan's Hanhill. Malik Willis isn't the guy. I mean, he might be. They they might throw him into the fire. They might draft another quarterback this year, but there's going to be a rookie probably throwing the football next year. Derrick Henry, I just the volume alone is going to put him up there. He's he's still a monster. 300 plus carries easy. And I mean if he he gets the work that he got this year in the passing game, not much 41 targets but 33 receptions that's in a PPR you know that's just bonus points for a guy like that quick off the cuff
0: henry or eckler 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 off the cuff jacobs or henry
2: i don't know where jacobs is going to be next year let's say he's let's say he's in las vegas jacobs Wayne.
1: Henry.
0: Aaron Jones or Henry? Henry. Henry. Okay. I agree. With all of y'all, except I take it Henry over Jacobs. I don't trust him. When players get paid, they quit trying, it seems like often.
1: Pretty common. I I, I okay. kind of look forward to what Gony was gonna say though, because he looked away like he had a solid argument.
0: He was going to give me an analogy, and I was going to Google it as soon as he gave it to me.
2: wasn't an analogy. Um, CMC didn't quit trying when he got paid. There he is. Derrick Henry awesome. didn't quit trying when he got paid. That's true.
1: What he quit Pete? trying when he got paid.
2: Yeah, Doug uh, Martin. I mean, Doug Sean Martin McCullers. took a, over hundred uh, million nah, dollars. I'd, I'd argue that Zeke stopped trying. Zeke has been hurt literally since he got paid.
1: Yeah, a lot of What's people. A lot of people get hurt when they've been paid. His
2: games
0: missed. Zeke's played an overwhelming majority of his games since he's gotten paid.
2: Right, and he played almost all last year with like a torn PCL. Okay. Yeah. Google it, man. Go ahead and Google it. I I'm not saying he didn't.
0: I'm not saying he didn't, but what I'm telling you is when players have bad years, they usually come up with nagging injuries. It happens. You know what happens. There's a media spin. This last I
2: th- year a terrible year though for him. It was solid. All right. I mean, you know. He, he certainly declined. Well, yeah, a torn PCL Please. will probably do that for you. Hmm.
1: PCL and, pcl
2: and your PCL and do a couple laps around the block, man? We'll see. We'll see how it's going.
1: My man's couldn't do a lap around the block with an intact PCL right now.
2: <laughs> Where you got him? Where you got Derrick Henry next year? Your- Hang on.
1: I want to let that joke marinate a little bit longer. <laughs> 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 All right, we're good. Derrick Henry, I put him definitely, definitely RB1 back, back. into top 10. I put him as like a seven or eight. Well,
0: that's probably fair i think I we see it.
1: some guys jump in i think we see uh kenneth walker jump in i think we see uh etn jump in there if he can be healthy uh who knows what what the future holds for pacheco i mean he had a solid ending um so i think we have some young guys that might be able to pop up into that rb1 status Brees hall on pacheco no
2: ever changing anything can happen
1: yeah, I mean, Brees Hall could get up there. He was on an RB1 trajectory before he got hurt.
2: He's probably an
0: RB1.
1: So that's that's kind of where I have him. I just have some of these younger guys jumping him a little bit. Consensus number five, we've got Dalvin Cook. I had him at five. Beggs had him at nine. Gone had him at four. He finished as the RB11.
0: Let's go. We had an argument about this one.
1: His Big ADP win. was the RB8. Big win. He played every game this year, but he just had a terrible snap share. Uh, finished with over 1,100 yards, almost, almost 1,200, Man. and eight touchdowns. Only three top six finishes. RB2 twice. Finished out the top 12 most of the time, 13 times. Uh, just, just didn't see the volume this year. It was the Justin Jefferson offense um alexander madison wasn't even it's not like alex alexander madison like vultured a ton it was just the justin jefferson offense we've already talked about Kirk cousins last episode and how he came out of nowhere for a solid fantasy finish um they just pivoted away from the run really
0: God, it makes me sick how many doinks i could have won off being ripe off dalvin cook do showered me in doinks and i swatted him away and i regret it
2: i was right God suck it Man, means unfortunately, nothing. you're too scared to take them because they have to be all in, in my favor. Yeah. Apparently,
1: means means nothing um, if you were too scared to take it.
2: Hey, Wayne. Yeah, dude, you were wrong. Suck it. I was right. Man, Prove it. He gets he gets one right where he's close and not even on the money. We're on our uh, fifth running back right well, now. Well, the
0: numbers say that I've been the most right of all of us so far. So you all because of this
2: it. one solely because of this one. You had a two point lead on me going. Okay, so like I said, solely because of this one. Um, pretty big one. It's a pretty big miss. Right, time for my analysis, sir. Um, he only had three 20 rush games this year, man. Like like you said, dude, the focal point was it shifted. Justin Jefferson is the focal point of the offense. Uh, I think that also the Vikings being in games so much this year. Uh, I remember, I think they had like 11 <laughs> 0 record in one score games. So them being, you know, in tightly contested games throughout the year i mean that's going to force them to pass more as well and i mean really it could have been it could have been worse for him to be honest with you because as a dalvin cook uh manager this year i was a little you know disappointed in one of his rb2 overall finishes that he had against the bills he ran for he had 14 carries for 119 yards and a touchdown, he literally won me the week because he broke off an 82-yard touchdown run at, like, the end of the game that week. So, I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. I think that next year probably doesn't bode well. He's, he could be a fringe RB2, you know, towards the back end. We'll, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Apparently the Vikings aren't happy with his contract and he doesn't want to take a discount.
1: I wouldn't either. This is the last big money he can take.
0: A.J. Dillon or Dalvin Cook next year? Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook still. So you have A.J. Dillon outside of your top 24?
2: You Um, said back-end RB2, right, for Cook? No, back-end RB1, fringe RB2.
0: Ooh. I don't think Dalvin Cook's going to be in my top 12 next year. I don't know how he could be. I'll put a doink on that. I would like to take it.
2: I literally just echoed that sentiment for the most part. It was really aimed toward Wayne.
1: No, okay. I agree. Stop aiming at me.
2: I can't. Beggs is feeling himself after after one.
1: Yeah, let me humble him a little bit. Our consensus number six, Joe Mixon. I had him at eleven. Goni and Begley had him at 6, and he finished as the RB10. ADP was RB9. I'm right, Begley. Suck it. Are you going to say it to Goni? Suck it. There he is. He finished as the RB4 last year. I saw the writing on the wall. This is a passing offense. Yeah, he has volume, which is why I still had him as an RB1. Got hated for it. Y'all remember that? Sometimes when I'm looking for motivation, I just go listen to that episode of you all just hating on me for having him as a back end RB one. I could have I could have won a thousand that, I could have won a thousand more doinks off Joe Mixon. You all showered me in Joe Mixon doinks, but I kept turning them down. A it shame. makes me
2: it makes me happy that your confidence is low enough to go back multiple times to listen to the episode to regain it. Feels good.
1: Sorry, uh refer to me as the Doink King, please. Nah, I'm good. um that's what i am i
2: don't don't remember hating him a lot on this one goni do you i think we just liked him more than wayne did and so he he's he's closer on this one you really kind of poked the bear on it begs i i I placed this blame squarely on your shoulders uh, because we literally i don't think fought him on it at all we just liked the volume that joe mixon was coming off of and really, he could have he could have done a lot worse. He should have done a lot worse this year, Joe Mixon. Um, he didn't look good. The volume obviously wasn't there. The Bengals kind of like after week five shifted more to like a pass offense. And really, Mixon's overall finish is completely buoyed by his week nine 55-point explosion as the number one overall running back that week. I mean, aside from that, it looks like he reached 20 points one time throughout the entire season, aside from that 55 game. So yeah, um, it doesn't inspire confidence for next year. I think that the Bengals have changed their identity past first offense for the most part. I mean, you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league and one of the best wide receiver tandems. I I don't blame you. Good on you, Wayne. Good on you.
1: Yeah, they're they're, they're kind of turning into the bills for me. A little bit.
0: Joe Mixon or Joe Mixon Dalvin Cook? And Dalvin Cook. Man, it's the Dalvin same. Cook. It's the
1: same situation Dalvin to me. Cook. I think. I think I go Joe Mixon just because he's better than Dalvin Cook, but they're both in the same situation offensively, where it's a pass first, run fifteenth type of offense.
2: Yeah, I just I just like Dalvin Cook's division more.
1: That's fair. For that's that's the, fair.
2: That that's the only reason why I'm taking Dalvin Cook over Joe Mixon.
1: No, that's fair. Our consensus number 7, we missed. We were we were a lot closer than the ADP, but we missed. We had DeAndre Swift. Uh Me and Gone had him at 8. Beggs had him at 7. He finished as the RB21. That being said, the ADP had him at an RB5. So we all faded him a little bit more than than what uh, what the ADP was, but still, I mean, uh, we were off pretty bad on this, and but the ADP was off a little bit worse. Uh, he he's kind of nagged with injuries pretty much all year, but let's not let's not mow over the fact that Jamal Williams absolutely vultured so many touchdowns off of that man, and then it's like towards the middle-ish end of the year. He became just the RB1, and DeAndre Swift sort of became the complimentary role. Uh, So I just – D. Swift kind of – he kind of started showing signs, but it just never broke through. I mean, Jamal Williams just kept that role and just, like, didn't give it up.
0: Man, Jamal Williams was the true league winner this year for the value you got him at in drafts, 100%. Uh, I still think Swift's a dude, though, man. I, I think Swift is absolutely a top six back. Jamal Williams is going to fade. I like Detroit's offense.
1: Well, Jamal Still Williams high. is also free agent, could be a free agent.
0: Yeah, I, I'm high on Swift. I mean, they're, they're going to bring in an, another piece to replace Jamal if he leaves. But uh, this, this dude's uber talented.
2: I just want Swift to get healthy. I don't, I don't think his usage is this low in the future. I mean, there's – plenty of games here throughout the season where he had 40 percent under snap share that's you know plenty of games where he just didn't get the opportunities and i'm I'm sure it was because of the nagging injuries jamal williams also like you said absolutely tore it up when he was in he was very he was effective he was effective for the most part um swift kind of you know just turned into the passing back as the year went along And didn't really get carries, didn't get goal line for the most part. But, you know, when he did get, I think it was 15 or more opportunities in a game, he put up RB3 finish, RB4 finish, and another RB3 finish. So give the man, I mean, I just want to see him healthy next year. I think he's good enough to where he's going to be one of the top running backs next year for sure. He just needs
1: opportunities. Fair. I agree. Number eight. Mad mob. Go ahead and tell us to suck it. You are right. We were wrong. All three of us had a hot take compared to the ADP, and we were wrong. I think we can all admit it. We got Zeke as a consensus eight. Goni and I had him at nine. Begley had him at eight. He finished as an RB22. The ADP had him as an RB20. Only missed two games, so we can't really blame it on injury. Uh, let's just be honest, Tony Pollard came through and, and really shined. I mean, it, Goni, I know, hey, shout out to Goni really quick. Goni went through and, and collected all of our consensus rankings and then, uh, added a bunch of just notes and stuff. So tip of the cap to Goni for putting in the work for that. I mean, really put it, Hey, it, it's It's intense. It's intense. He put a lot of, of bullet notes under here. So just for this one, I'm just – I'm going to skip them and just say I think it's Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard came through and shined. Feel free feel free to hit, you know, what I'm skipping, but that's, that's me, man. That's me on this year. Tony Pollard came through and was a stud.
2: Beggs being the Cowboys fan, what do you have to say about it? Man, Zeke looks slow.
0: He looked awfully slow. Yeah, he's got no juice, man. He's done. I don't think he's a cowboy this year. He just—he—he he looked like he was carrying a sled behind him all year when he was running. hes he, hes cooked, worst.
2: Yeah, this is this is definitely the year where he—he he went over the cliff. Uh, you know, just on the way down you you can't really cry about opportunities. He he got plenty of opportunities this year. I I'm looking at nearly every game he played in aside from three. He had at least 15 carries. He was just ineffective. He he it was his lowest yards per carry average of his career. Um I believe it was his first time going under 1000 yards for his career uh being healthy, of course. And it's just It's rough. It's just rough to see. So, yeah, I mean, he looks slow. Pollard looked infinitely better. He looked like he was shot out of a cannon every play compared to Zeke. Um, Really, the only thing, we're lucky if you're a Zeke owner, the only thing that kept you afloat even on some of these weeks, because he had a lot of weeks with, you know, double-digit points in the teens, anywhere between, you know, 13 and 18 points on any given week. But the only thing that saved you is this man scored a touchdown every week from – week six all the way to week 17 (laughs) touchdown dependent for sure and uh, that's all he gave you was was touchdown dependency and you hate to have to be watching a game hoping that a guy gets in the end zone for you to not be absolutely punching air that you played him and hurting yourself and on a weekly basis dude it it looked like he was
0: carrying around like he's about 25 pounds too heavy and Wayne, you're carrying around some extra weight. You know how it feels when you're carrying that much around; it just slows you down. Everything you do, it, it's just sluggish.
1: Uh, exactly. That's how Me, I'm carrying around this extra 25 pounds, and it's it's rough. So I feel really bad for for guys like you that carry around about 100 pounds extra. So it's it's pretty bad.
0: Well, it's it's a little different. i I'm, I'm built for power. I guess power Zeke naps. Is too now, is that what you're saying? So you're Zeke, and he's bollard?
1: This man's built for power naps, that's, the only,
0: that's I'd it. I prefer to be more in the Jason Kelsey build,
2: don't he? Oh, okay. gotcha. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: I mean, you might be built for it, but you'd probably still block like Zeke. I
1: I I pegged you as more of the Saragusa type of build. The goose,
2: man, RFP, the goose. <laughs>
0: RIP, bro. That was dope. He was felt. He looked good, too.
1: (laughs) All right, fellas, the RB9. Uh, Not going to toot my horn too much on this because you all already know. Uh, Our consensus nine was Najee Harris. I had him finishing outside the top 12. They called me crazy. I had him finishing as the 13. Beggs had him at the four. Goni had him at the seven. He finished as the RB14. Ah, Mad mob. Y'all, you all had him as a RB too. Uh, a lot of people did. I mean, just purely off the back of volume, uh, we kind of all we, – we all faded him past his ADP. I, we all saw the writing on the wall. I mean, his yards per carry, not last year but the year before, were terrible. His yards after contact, terrible. Uh, and we just kind of saw that continuing uh and and it did i mean he saw regression in all facets uh this past year only gave you one top six finish uh and it, he finished as the r b three only he he even had a couple single digit weeks uh Jalen warren came out showed flashes took some work from him so where do y'all see him i mean he's definitely outside of the top five dynasty running backs now. I mean last year you had him like he was easy number one overall. Now he's outside the top five. If you're if you're drafting in a dynasty next year, he's not top five, right? Are you
0: are you taking Kenneth Walker over Najee? I think I'm taking
2: Najee. It it's hard for me to say he's outside the top five. Um Brees, Najee, Swift
0: probably and then Jonathan Taylor, well, ET Jonathan ET Taylor would be there Taylor. for you. Etienne Taylor, or if you don't like Etienne Walker, or Bijan, well, probably. Let me ask Robert you 10.
1: this: uh, I'm, I'm, I don't care where he goes. I'll say right now, I like Bijan in a dynasty more than Najee.
2: And I don't think you're crazy I, for that. Yeah, honestly. I think
0: that's okay. Yeah. I, Najee to me, he's, he's gonna be a back end RB one guy's whole career. He's the new Josh Jacobs to me. Steady, solid, but he's never going to win you a league. Like Josh Jacobs did for people this year? Yeah. I mean, I, I think Najee, I mean, he has the ability to go off in a year. He's got the talent. See,
1: I, that's honestly, where I, I disagree. I just, he, he doesn't show anything. He's not showing the talent. He's getting the volume. He's getting the volume to be a stud, but it's not, He's he doesn't have the talent. He's not finding the holes. He's not running people over and, and getting the extra yards. So that's that's but, just but, where but, I disagree. But, but, but. He's not going to talent his way through it. They're giving him the volume to be successful, and he still can't make it happen.
2: Let, let's call a spade a spade here, though. As, as bad as Najee, I guess he finished as a running back 14. So, I mean, it's not terrible. But when he's – the ADP was the running back two coming off the board. Yeah, you definitely don't want to see that. But – at the same time, man, for the two years that he's been in the league, the Steelers' O line's been awful. Hundred percent, awful. Terrible. I agree. There's, there's, there's no, not really been holes. What's really hurt Najee this year compared to last, and we talked about it early on in the season. His reception numbers were going down. Guaranteed, they got almost cut in half. They went from seventy-four receptions last year to forty-one receptions this year. Um I mean, you know, his yardage dropped, his yards per carrys dropped. He still got in the end zone. He's still like the guy. Um I just don't I, I expect the Steelers to fix their offensive line. That's why I don't want to be super down on him cuz I mean, it's only a couple you, like a couple free agent acquisitions away or uh a free agent acquisition and maybe a draft pick or two from, you know, fixing up this O-line if all things go well. He he didn't – and, the, again, this is coming from a pure running back standpoint. Uh, you have to take with a grain of salt because he was the RB2 coming off the board. But he gave you a lot of weeks where it was double digits. But, you know, 10s, 11s, 12s, stuff like that doesn't really help you, you know, too much with a guy that you spent that much draft capital on. Like you said, one time inside the top six as the overall RB3 in week 11 – and you know the rest of the season was was just mediocre.
1: Agreed. Agreed. We'll move on to the the guy I planted my flag on, and I was wrong ish. Wrong ish. I'll let you all decide. Uh, consensus ten was Aaron Jones. Uh, I had him as the RB three. Bags had him as the RB eleven. Goan had him as the RB16, and he finished as the RB9. ADP had him as the RB14. He got hot for a little bit. I thought I was uh, absolutely going to win this because he had four top ten finishes in a row. Finished with over 1,100 yards. It, It just sucked. He only found the end zone on the ground twice. That being said, the only reason I had him ranked so high was because I thought he was going to get a ton more passing work with Devontae Adams gone, and he did. He had a career high of targets and receptions, uh, almost 400 yards and five touchdowns through the air. That's, that's kind of, you know, so I was almost right. If he could have found the end zone a little bit more on the ground, um, he, he would have been right up there, but it just it wasn't in the cards. Uh, the Packers offense the first half of the year was absolutely abysmal. Uh, They picked it up a little bit at the end, but that was on the back of Aaron Rodgers. You know, started hitting his guy, Christian Watson, tons of times. Uh, The Packers want to bring him back. Uh, We don't know what's happening with Aaron Rodgers. He's going on a four-day isolation retreat, and he'll let us know when he comes out uh, what he's going to do. So so what do you all feel about him uh, going forward?
0: I, I don't think you were wrong. I think you're actually right about Aaron Jones. I, I think if you if you, you would have saw, like a, say, an average career, average year from Aaron Rodgers, I think he gets pretty close. Um, it, Rodgers is just abysmal. I like Aaron Jones. I think he's talented. He's going to be in Green Bay.
2: I don't love him with Jordan Love, and he's going to be a hard fade for me next year.
1: Right. I agree.
2: Yeah, I'm with you guys on that. He Aaron Jones, I mean, straight up, Aaron Jones went as – the Packers went this year mm-hmm. they Packers didn't play very well Aaron Rodgers didn't play very well so yeah he you're you nailed it with the receptions he he got career high receptions uh he played well he did what he could uh towards the end of the year you know AJ Dillon started coming alive. but yeah I'm fading him next year as well I don't I don't like it in the offense
1: yeah I don't I don't see any way we can't fade him next year Running back, consensus, 11. We got Nick Chubb. I had him as the RB7. Beggs had him as the RB13. Goni at the RB11, and he finished as the RB6. His ADP had him as the RB10. Finished with a career high in yards and touchdowns. Uh, Fifth year in a row that he's averaged over five yards per carry. That's absolutely insane. The man's a beast on the ground. He had a career high in carries, only finished outside the top 12 eight times, Uh, three top six finishes, uh, RB1 twice, just a good year all around. He kind of got a little bit less usage, Uh, but we'll see. I mean, next year coming in, Kareem Hunt's probably going to be gone. Uh, We don't really know if they're going to bring somebody else in to take a Kareem Hunt role. But I mean, Nick Chubb is a beast. I mean, to average over five yards per carry your entire career is just insanity, and that's why I had him ranked so high. Honestly, I had him. I thought I had him ranked pretty high, and he did better than what I thought he was going to do. What were our ranks again on him? I had him at seven. Begley had him at thirteen. You had him at eleven. He finished at six.
0: I think six is career high finish in fantasy, I believe. Uh it to, is. Yeah, he, he had a career year. So, I mean, Wayne, again, you're running away with the running back rankings right now. Another good call on Nick Chubb, man. I, I didn't see it. I mean, especially with Deshaun coming back, I, I thought his carries would, would diminish pretty greatly. But Deshaun was
2: essentially a game manager on the back half of the year. Yeah, but that's where he suffered the most. He crushed it with Jacoby Brissett. The offense as a whole was better with Jacoby Brissett. I'm I'm sure when we go in and do Amari Cooper's, um, you know, when we go over the wide receivers consensus rankings, we'll see that, you know, the first half of the season, Amari Cooper did great. In the second half, I'd be willing to bet he fell off because the offense just as a whole, Nick Chubb was probably – if I had to just eyeball it by looking at his game log here, he he was probably the RB1 through the first eight weeks. He was just a stud. When Deshaun Watson came back in week 11, we we're talking about nine-point game, 20, and then it was downhill after that. Eight, eight, nine, eleven, twelve. 11, 12. All of those are running back 20 or worse aside from that 20-point week. Uh, what what do we think next year with Deshaun Watson running the offense? Do we, do you believe in Nick Chubb? The formula says to just hand him the ball a hundred times, but if Deshaun Watson can't pick up a third, third and five, it ain't going to help you.
1: You can't get down to
2: the red zone. It ain't going to help you.
1: To me, to me, it depends on Kareem hunt. If, 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 if if I have, if I have a good and a bad thing. Okay. Let me elaborate. it depends on if they bring somebody else in to fill the Kareem Hunt role. I think I think the the good situation and the and the bad can offset each other. So if they don't bring somebody else in to fill the Kareem Hunt role, I think he can continue to be a mid tier uh, RB one with Deshaun Watson. If they bring somebody else in to fill the Kareem Hunt role, also adding Deshaun Watson not playing very well, I think he's back end RB one. I'm t- by back end I mean like twelve.
0: He's a log for back end RB1 for me. I think I think he'll be fine. Regardless? Is, is it a contract year? I believe it is. He's 26.
1: Nah, yeah. he's, no, this will be a 6 year coming up, right? He's already he,
0: so he, he got he's already been paid by the Browns a multi
2: Yeah,
1: cuz this oh, was
0: his
2: 5th no. year. He was a first round pick, was he not?
0: I don't I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Did they? I mean, this would he would this would have been his fifth year option.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was a first round pick take, out of Georgia, right?
0: Well, then, then, why did they take their fifth year option on him? Did they pay him?
1: I'm pretty sure he Let restructured me find out for you right now. Because,
0: like you said, one way. I mean, Cream Hunt's gone. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with Dearness Johnson. I, I don't know what it really matters. To be honest with you, this is a running offense under Stefanski. He's he's going to get his touches.
2: Next year, he he signed an extension or, or something. He, he signed something before. It was three years, $36 million, And he next year, actually, he has two years left is what it is. Okay. So basically in his option year, he signed an extension. um, And, yeah, he, they have a potential out this year with only a $4 million dead cap space. But, you know, that's not going to happen for the 2023 season. And then his contract is over after the 2024 season. Okay. So he's he's going to be the man regardless. He's going to be the man. I don't have any, you know, worries about his talent. I'm just worried about the offense and whether or not Deshaun Watson is going to be that
1: guy. Yep. All right. Last and least, our consensus twelve. Leonard Fournette. I had him at 15. You both had him at 10. And guess what? Our consensus 12 finished as the RB 12. ADP had him at RB 18. Try to tell you, Mad Mob. That being said, he sucked on the ground. Absolute trash cans. The only reason he's an RB 1 is because he was essentially... Uh, TB-12 safety net all year, uh, finished with almost 700 yards. Uh, sorry, finished with over 500 yards. He had almost 700 yards rushing. He had 73 receptions for over 500 yards and three touchdowns. It just very mediocre all year. He sucked on the ground. He was awful. I, the Bucks in general had a terrible rushing offense. Rashad White showed a little bit of... Uh, Burst of talent there at the end. Still don't know how I feel about them. It, and it's just, it's bad things to come for the But As a Bucks fan, I'm just prepared for a decade of sucking again because our, uh, our cap space is miserable. We have tons of free agents coming up. We can't afford to sign most of them. Uh, it, it's just, it's going to be rebuilding. That being said, I don't know how I can like Rashad White in the future because I have no idea who we're going to have. I have no idea... If we're just going to start tanking, honestly, we we might as well because it, it's just going to be bad. It's it's bad. The Bucks' future outlook is very bleak.
2: You guys are you guys are tanking whether you want to or not, bro. Dude, I, I saw a rumor you guys are getting Derek Carr. Forget tanking. You
0: got you got Carr under center, man.
1: It doesn't matter, see. dude. We have so many we have so many agents, free agents coming up, and no money to pay anybody.
2: <laughs> Begs take a, a wild stab at how much over the cap they are right now with the new projected salary cap they have. God. Just take a guess. Fifty mil. Fifty-five million. Twenty-four impending free agents. There's no way they bring on Derek Carr's forty million dollar contract. You just can't. You can't financially make it happen. Their whole team is just going to be ravaged. They're going back into the gutter. I won't say where they belong. They they had a good run. But I just don't know how you recover from this. You literally just have to cut everyone, save all the cap space you can, and play with people out of the stands.
1: We'll you know? never financially recover from this. Yeah. Never. <laughs>
2: so, yeah. Um, yeah, Burnett sucked. Burnett sucked. Like you said, Tom Brady kept him afloat, the receiving game. He PPR'd you. He got you there with that. The games that he, he posted weren't phenomenal. Had the overall RB1 finish in in week five, and he had a good game for you in the playoffs in week 16 where he was the running back three. But the rest of the season, that man was bad. So fading all the way next year. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Listen, Goni, as as the guy that's seen a lot of Super Bowls uh, from your team over the past two decades, would you if you had to pick a different team and you had to pick between a team that hasn't seen a Super Bowl in almost 30 years but every year they're pretty average, you know, fringe playoffs playoffs or a team who's seen two Super Bowls in the past 20 years but outside of those two Super Bowl years are pretty bad. Who would you pick?
2: Uh I mean you got to take the wins, right? You got to take the Super Bowls. Yep. It's what it you is, know. yeah. No 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 no, we, no, 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 no. No, no. You Comments play to win the game,
0: man. Going in, you, you 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 would choose to root for the team that had a chance every year cuz that it's exciting, it's fun. You don't want to root for a team that's in the gutter for 3 years cuz it's nothing to cheer for.
1: Bucks, you just do what you do. I'm um, I'm prepped mentally um for 18 years of sucking. And then on that 19th year, you go out and you buy you a Super Bowl, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Just let me Big, see a couple I'm more Super Bowls. I'm
2: a Red Super Sox Bowls. fan, man. I'm a Red Sox fan. That's that's what they do. They go into the gutter for a couple of years, and then we have a championship roster and win the World Series, and then we go back right back to sucking.
1: Uh, give me give me the give me the championships. Give me the yeah. Super Bowls.
2: Hey, dude, like you said before, like, like you say in Dynasty, and, and we've said it as well, man, it ain't any good to just – be in the middle. You either want to be at the bottom so you can grow your team with picks, better picks, or you want to be winning championships because that's that's why we play. Yeah. Listen, Bigs. Over Amen. the past
1: over the past thirty years, I've the NFL season has ended and I have been on top of the world, happy. Every year out of those, you've just been upset, regardless of what the regular season did. It's true.
0: It is true. You know, I I finally swallowed the pill that Dak is just mediocre. As long as he's there, we're screwed. I swallowed the pill this year.
2: It hurts. It was a horse pill, but I swallowed it. He's okay for fantasy, though. There's always that. You can root for him in that. He's all right for fantasy.
0: let Let me give you guys the scores on these rankings. So in third place, Gob with 93. Second place... Beggs, 92. First, okay, play, Wayne with 81. Resounding victory for Wayne. He nailed it on, on Najee and Nick
2: Chubb. That's what this was, is. Just the half, this is the halftime score, my man. He's just got a 12 point lead.
0: It's the halftime score, but I, I think we chop it up, right? I mean, because that way we let the tight ends really decide who the winner is. I think
2: that's fair, it makes it an odd number. How can you determine who the the king of the running backs is amongst the three of us if you oh, chop it up? I suppose you can't. Then we're gonna we're all going for the crown.
1: I'm I'm king yeah. of the RB ones, and I'm king of the RB ones. And next week we can determine the king of the RB twos.
2: Sure, man. Participation trophies all around. Let's get it.
1: So Sounds like Gony's right salty. Sounds like Gony's already done the math. I feel like his RB twos are gonna be solid.
0: It. Yeah. If you look at the overall stats, we're all dead even right now. I've had two middle finishes, and you, you two have flip flop first and thirds.
1: I, dude, just like just like the uh, just like our DFS. Facts, man. That's why our consensus rankings were strong. <laughs> strong. Let me go back and look here. Hang on, I'm gonna do a little recap, starting at one. Uh, ADP and our consensus were on the money. We we're all wrong, JT. CMC and our consensus are, was better than the ADP. Three, our consensus was better than the ADP. Four, our consensus was better than Drop the ADP. Drop names, man.
2: Drop names. I already forgot who, who
1: we're talking J- about. Jonathan Taylor, we CMC. finished same as ADP. Christian McCaffrey, our consensus was RB2. He finished as the RB2. ADP was RB3. We were better. Number three, we had Austin Eckler. That's the consensus three. He finished as the RB1. ADP had him as the RB4. Finished better. Derrick Henry is our consensus four. He finished as the RB4. ADP had him at RB7. Five, Dalvin Cook. He finished as the RB11. ADP had him at RB8. So we were off on Dalvin Cook. So, try. so right now well, I'm I'm scratching <laughs> I'm did, scratching sir. Dalvin. I'm scratching JT off the board because we were even there. Absolutely. So right That's now fine. We're three, everyone in the we're, world got it wrong. on that. We're three and one. Uh consensus six is Joe Mixon. He finished as the ten. ADP had him at RB nine, three and two. D Swift, we had him as the seven. He finished as RB twenty one. ADP RB five. Four and two.
2: Everyone had that wrong. Yeah. Four and two. We're well, closer. We were our our we're consensus were closer. was yeah, better than true. the ADP.
1: Zeke, we lost on. Uh, what is that? Four and three. Mm-hmm. three. Najee, we were right on. Consensus nine. RB 14. RB two. Uh, five, and, five and three. I forget. I'm losing track. Five and three. Yep. Five and three. Five and three. Consensus 10. He was RB nine. ADP RB 14. Six and three. Eleven, Nick Chubb, uh, finished as the RB six. ADP was at RB ten. Lost that one by one.
0: Oh, mm. that, that four. on me. That
2: one's six on and me. four. Six and four.
1: All right, mm. Leonard Fournette. We had him as a twelve. He finished as a twelve. You all had him as RB eighteen. Seven and four. If you six. listen to the Mod Mad Fantasy Football podcast for your running back one rankings, you did better than the ADP. That's yep. a good year one, gentlemen. This is how yep. this is how we earn the trust of the people is by being right. And we and, were right and more and often than up. we were wrong.
2: Owning up to it on the reviews, man. Oh. Well, we told you what we got wrong and we told you what we got right.
1: But I I'm ending this boys podcast honesty for MVP. For
2: MVP.
0: MVP.